welcome. Hey, this is K.A., my boy, Eddie J., and you're now listening to In The Trenches Podcast. Um, and today's topic is basically personal injury law. We're going to deep dive into like car insurance and stuff like that, too. But just some quick announcements. We are now officially on TikTok. Woo, 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 woo. What up? So please follow us on In The Trenches Podcast and follow us on Instagram if you already aren't following us. All right, Eddie J. So basically, let's start out with the definition. So because some people might not know what personal injury law is. So basically, per Wikipedia, I looked this up today. A oh, person, so it's got to it's gotta be right. It's fresh. got to be right. Well, never mind, because you can go back and edit those Wikipedia things. So <laughs> no, it could be wrong. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I hated it in school when my teachers wouldn't let me use Wikipedia as a source, man. <laughs> I hated that. But anyway, people, a personal injury lawyer is a lawyer who provides legal services to those who have been injured physically or psychologically. Oh, psychologically as a result of negligence of another person, company, government agency, or an entity. And some common uh, examples of, of claims are from slips and fall accidents, traffic collisions, defective products, workplace injuries, and professional malpractice. So, Eddie J., why does somebody need a personal injury lawyer? Well, before we get there, uh, let's back up a little bit. Um, so the key word here is negligence, right? So yeah. the, le- the negligence of another. So it's important to know that that means it's not intentional, right? So someone just failed to do the right thing really is the way to say, it. oh, and before we get too far Why didn't into they use it, accident there? Before we get too far into it, mm-hmm. this is not legal advice, all right? Uh, I am an attorney, but this is not legal advice. This is just my overall view of things. There's no uh, legal advice here. So contact a local attorney uh, if you have a situation going on in your state or jurisdiction. Yeah. But what was your question? Why do you need a personal injury lawyer? Because I've never had one, and I've been living for about 29 years. Well, have you been injured as a result of someone else's negligence? My, only my own. Okay. Well, you can't see yourself. You can't I see yourself. I wish I could, man. I'd take myself you to court would. real quick. Yeah, you would. You'd be Get locked quick up right meal. now. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not being able to pay any fines. Yeah. Your own fines. <laughs> um, that's funny. But... Really, uh, a lot of times, though, you're right. Uh, you don't really need one. Some people come to us, and, and we don't help every single person that comes to us. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you don't need them. Sometimes the insurance companies are doing the right thing. So I specifically focus in uh, accidents and, and workers' compensation. So when you have an accident at work or, at, or or someone hits you with specifically automobile or something like that, then um, a lot of times – at least for the personal injury side of things, um, you, you you may be able to do a lot a lot of it without uh, an attorney. Oh, okay. you, yeah, you can. And the workers' comp, them too, if the insurance adjuster and insurance carrier um, do what they're supposed to. So the important thing here is that when, I, when I'm involved, I don't really ever go after an individual. I'm suing insurances. Oh, okay. Because they have a lot of money. Um, like it's, insurances for like so, State Farm and stuff like that, and for like workers' comp, it's like the company's insurance or that's something. That's right, like that? the company's workers' compensation insurances, uh, insurance, and and so they have their own. So it's very similar, but yeah, when you get hurt on the job, um, either the fault if it's someone else's negligence, um, or your own, nine times out of ten, you're covered, and the insurance covers it. Oh, right? okay. the, the different rules; these are different rules governing uh, workers' comp and, a- and accidents at work, but. Um, either way, once you file a lawsuit or you're going after somebody, nine times out of ten, it's the it's the company's 
insurance, workers' compensation insurance. How bad do you really have to hurt yourself? We talking like, oh, I lost a finger or, oh, I got a paper cut? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's up to you, you know, uh, because if you got hurt on the job, um, then you are entitled to to be whole again. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the idea under the, the workers' comp is if you get hurt and let's say it's not that bad and you only miss maybe half you know, part-time of, of, of your hours. So yeah. You can't work the full shift. Yeah. Well, you will file a claim so they can pay you for that, right? So they make your whole entire check full while you recover and get better. And then you oh, get better, okay. then you go back to work, and it's okay. Hmm. Um, it can be, there are different levels. You could be completely out of work, and then you will want to file a workers' comp claim so they can pay your wages, right? Yeah. They don't, won't pay you the 100%, but they'll pay a good portion, more than half, mm-hmm. uh, while you're out and while you're in treatment. And then, and they'll pay your treatment. So what's the difference? It's like medical leave or something like that. Don't. So there's disability, right? Yeah. So those are the other things that you personally pay for. Oh, that's okay. Some, so you should. You should have that. And then you should also file a workers' comp claim. That's when, it's, that's when you need an attorney because then you start talking about different layers and then – the disability insurance may want their money if, if after an investigation they find out that it was a result of an accident and then they're going to want to get their money back from the workers' comp insurance. So disability is if you hurt yourself outside of work. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Disability, no, it's at work, but you can buy short-term or, or long-term disability within your employer. Yeah, because most jobs have like short-term disability and long-term disability. But usually you have to pay for it. Yeah, but you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to pay yeah, for yeah. Workers' comp, you don't have to pay for it. Oh, okay. That's, that's the employer pays for it by law. I think if you have more than like two or three employees, you have to have workers comp. And if, if they're not owners, you have mm-hmm. to have workers comp hmm. it's to protect people in case they get hurt on the job. So, How big are these policies though? Cause I'm oh, just like, it depends. And, and then what, com- the what, what companies? Cause I don't, I don't hear people like, Oh, so this is a beauty. workers comp. So, so listen, so, so you asked me a good difference between the disability and all that you can, you can follow those, but it, you know, you, you would be better, you're better off going with the workers comp insurance claim because, there might be a cap on your short-term or long-term disability. There's yeah. eventually a cap yeah. unless you pay for some good stuff. Yeah. But with these employers, depending on what they do and how many employees they have, mm-hmm. oh, man, they, they, their, their caps are very, very high. If usually you can't really reach them. I mean, they're, they're, they'll cover just about anything. Like a billion dollars. There's several million dollars, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Mercy. It depends on the employer, though, you know? So oh, if yeah. you're like a big – if you're a Walmart – yeah, I mean, you know, you got a lot going on, so you're going to have some big, some big time coverage. So, but yeah, um, generally speaking, though, I've had some clients that come in and um, they, 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 they're fine. You know, they got hurt. They filed a workers' comp claim with their uh, employer. Mm-hmm. The insurance contacted Playing them. Games or no, no, the insurance contacted them, and they're fine. They're paying them. They're paying for your treatment and everything. And then um, they really don't need me. They really don't. At that time, we're good until the until maybe. Either they're really hurt or need a surgery, or if the insurance start starts saying, "Hey, it's time to get back to work," and you don't feel like you're ready or you're still hurt, then that's when you have to get bring in an attorney. So let's change gears to Rex now. Like, do I only need a, like a personal injury lawyer if I cause the accident, or do I need it if somebody accidented me? Like, well, does that really matter? Or just like. Well, most 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 of the work that I do is a plaintiff's work. Okay. So, if you cause the accident, you wouldn't be a plaintiff. You would be the defendant. Yeah. You'd be getting yeah. sued. Yeah. So, um, you would be hired. You'd be hiring someone to to defend you essentially. But if you have uh, auto insurance, your insurance will will, will hire defend. somebody to defend you. Yeah, they'll hire an in- a, a law firm to defend you. So this is mostly like 
if you weren't at fault type stuff and you got hurt. For me, yeah, a lot of it, yeah. No, but there's don't 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 let's not forget. There's a whole field of defense, attorneys out yeah. there that this is all they do. They yeah. just do defense work. But they're hired by the insurance companies, by like right? Big companies, Allstate, Geico, all the big insurance companies will hire these firms and pay them like on an hourly or flat basis. Wow. Yeah, but we as plaintiffs attorneys, we don't get paid by the hour. We we're on contingent basis, so we won't. If we don't win anything, they don't owe us anything. And if we do win, we take a third. Hmm. Because that's my thing. I was like, it's not like, oh, I didn't grow up like, oh, once you get in the wreck, you need to find you a. Uh, um, you don't need a lot of times personal you don't, you injury don't need lawyer. One. If you're not, no, I mean, hurt. if you got hurt, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. like. I did. I didn't know growing up like, oh, if I get in a wreck and I get hurt, then I need to find a, a personal injury lawyer. Like I didn't know. Right. Like that was, this is my first time, like, kind of hearing about the whole profession and stuff and how, like, yeah, because works. What, what happens is uh, you don't know a lot of the ins and outs of things, spe- specifically with like certain states, like North Carolina, mm-hmm. who have re- really unique rules regarding someone's negligence, right? Because um, if you don't avoid, if you have the opportunity to avoid an accident and you don't, you're found at fault and you can't recover anything. Jesus, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, but that's a thing, and North Carolina is one of them, and um. And so you would want to hire one um, when things start getting a little, a little, a little funny, or um, if there's a limits issue, mm-hmm. right? So if, if we can talk about that once we get into the insurance, um, but if there's a limits issue, you definitely want to bring an attorney to help really make sure that you're getting everything you deserve. Oh, okay. And by hire, you mean like, oh, just talk with them. Do, do, is it common to have like free consultations and stuff like that? Or most people like charge for con- consultations and oh, stuff? Oh, no, no, no. Because I know you guys like- this work. No, it's, you, you don't charge for consultations. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't even think you're allowed to. Hmm. So how do you find one? I know, a personal injury attorney? Yeah. Oh, um, you, you can Google them. There's a lot of them. You sure? Uh, what are the- what other ways though? Because it's not like because most people are like, oh yeah, we got like a family lawyer, but it's like general stuff, not like a, oh I have a family personal injury lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Well, Outside of Google, like how how were people finding personal injury lawyers back in the day oh, before the yellow internet? yellow pages, um, other types of marketing back in the day, billboards, mm-hmm. mailings. That's mm-hmm. a big one. So that's that's kind of why a lot of personal injury attorneys get a bad reputation because. Uh, these are some of these firms hire these third parties that can pull these police reports, mm-hmm. gather the, all the information from someone that just had an accident, and then send them a flyer. That's okay via mail. Yeah, um, to your mailbox and send them a flyer saying, "Hey, we noticed you had an accident. Come hire us. It's free. We'll do this. We'll do yeah. that." Yeah, yeah, that's cheesy. We don't we, we don't do any of that. We think that's cheesy stuff. No, so how do you how do you like? Like get rid of all the clutter as far as like oh when you Google somebody most people don't I don't think they how to go find past. a quality one is that yeah what you're that's asking what I'm me? saying like because yeah. you Google one and then all no, this stuff pop up you can Google right now in our area and more than a hundred will pop up so just be like you could put personal injury attorney in Charlotte near me or near me and boom yeah and just pick from there so how what's the process of so like filtering there's a through? couple things so I would go with the reviews obviously mm-hmm. but here's the thing all the big mega firms which I think everyone knows who they are. Um, they, they they have a lot of reviews, but they don't really they're not as good as as the smaller boutique firms. Mm-hmm. Really, um, you know, they just focus on the volume. So, so I would say for one, start with the v- reviews and make sure you know you kind of read them to see what they're saying. Next thing I would say is look at their website to see what all they practice. If it's mm-hmm. a firm that really that has, for example you know a handful of attorneys but they're doing like 10 15 areas of, of law yeah that's a problem super diluted you, you, you yeah. just yeah you can't 
in my opinion, I don't think you can be an, an, an effective specialist mm-hmm. at, at, at having that many specialties. You can't. Because I look at it as like shopping on Amazon. Like, yes, I, I see like, yeah, they're top rated, but I, I look at the bad reviews first though. Like, even though they are. And then, yeah. like, I reach out to them and then I kind of, like, make a list. And based on, like, my discussions with all of them, then I just pick somebody Would you to find it with. helpful if they don't have any bad reviews? Probably, if, yeah. What if their worst review is, like, a 4.5 star and it's, like, oh, great service. Then they legit. They legit. Back. Just because, like, <laughs> most people don't deal. really put in the effort to do reviews anyway. So, if the re- reviews are good, then that necessarily means, like, oh, yeah, the service was good. But if there's some bad ones, then somebody didn't have, like, some horrific, like, into this with them so what because i took a couple like social media classes and stuff like that but it always shows uh i guess from company side if you go back and comment on those reviews and try and adjust and make sure that you address the issues that they were complaining about you know what i'm saying so it shows that you're just active and they're just not like shouting off the side of a mountain you know what i'm saying so that's 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 another thing that i would say um um, is find one that has, uh, if they have a lot of practice areas, make sure that there's a lot of attorneys handling that. Mm-hmm. For example, I don't handle more than two. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's so many different areas out there. I just handle two. That's it. Yeah, I was because like, all this stuff, common personal injury, workplace, defective products, all this stuff. Well, like, all that still falls under the umbrella of personal injury, but yeah. I'm talking about you don't want to go to a law firm where that one attorney supposedly handles Malpractice law. for doctors yeah, malpractice, or something. Malpractice, uh, workers' comp, business litigation, um, uh, child custody. Uh, Jesus. You know, all kind of uh, traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, all these other areas that's just like, you know, criminal. It's, you just, it's difficult, I think, to get really, really good. You wouldn't go to a heart specialist if you needed some type of lung procedure or surgery would you no like really like you would go to really the best lung surgeon in the area or in the country so that's essentially kind of what you do Hmm. um there the next thing i would do is give them a call go Mm -hmm. down the list and give them a call you know you're gonna do a little bit of shopping like anything else give them a call now here's the thing. Here's the here's the real. Well, that's I the think. thing. What you look for? We fifty cent window shopping right now. Like if you're window shopping, here's what you really really are looking for is can you speak directly to an attorney? Are you going to speak for what you're actually paying for? You know, even though it's contingent and it's coming out of the settlement, mm-hmm. you're still paying for it. It's coming out of your settlement. So you're you're about to give them thirty three point three three percent of your settlement. Are you even talking or speaking with an attorney? Mm-hmm. You know, in any reasonable um, you know uh, fashion. And uh, and and those firms I would stay away from. I get it though, just because like anytime I call like Bank of America or Wells Fargo or any of these like customer service, I just just keep repeating saying representative, 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 mm-hmm. representative until talk I talk to, to an actual person. Yeah, yeah. you want to talk to somebody. Yeah, and more importantly, you want to talk. You want to talk to someone who you know is, for example, working your case. Yeah, you know, and you don't get that a lot with these with these bigger firms, even though they may have a lot of reviews and they've been around for a while. You won't speak directly to that attorney. Sound like the game changing, man. It is changing. I think people are because we. I think people have such easy access to 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 anything to information, mm-hmm. and 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 it, and it, and we want it fast and efficient and reliable. Mm-hmm. And I think folks, uh, that's that mindset is bleeding into. I think what we expect in terms of services and and, and products. So you get that you I get you said like you're paying for these people like thirty three percent. Like how big are some of these settlements is it is oh. it just like money you pocket or is it just like money to pay for bills like give me like oh my arm got chopped off at work or i got in a wreck because some teenage driver 
uh, was on the phone and now my foot is broken. So it depends. Every case is different. Yeah. But just generally speaking, anytime you have a fracture or a broken bone or mm-hmm. some surgery, like what give us levels? You're gonna get paid. I mean, if you have a broken, Ooh. if you, yeah, if you if you have a broken finger, you're gonna get paid. Like it's gonna be a lot of money. Um, probably for a finger. You know, it depends on the insurance company. But see, here's the thing. It's hard for me to put an exact number on it because it depends on the person. So a finger on, on a, a doctor, on a 90-year-old isn't worth that much. Jesus. A finger on a doctor is worth a, a young doctor, right? Let's say this that. This sounds like some black market stuff. Kind of. Let's say a young doctor who's just, who just, just started who just started and is, is now a surgeon. Yeah. And they need their hand and they broke their hand. And it depends. So it, you, from there, you can even you have to break it down to the, even a smaller level. You got to look at it. Well, will that person be able to operate again? Yeah. Well, then yes. Well, then you're supposed to get paid those wages from the date of the accident until you think you can operate again. Yeah. Any future cost? That and, you know, surgeons make a lot. So Jesus. we're talking about several million. Then that, the next question would be, well, if they can't operate again, how do you put a value on that person? The rest of their life. Uh, yeah, career. Jesus. And so that's a lot of money. So you remember when that one um, black comedian got hit by a Walmart truck? Oh, what is his name? What is his He's name? He's a funny dude. Oh, my God. Um, I forgot what, Jesus. what, what uh, movie he I was I can in. see his face, dude. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He was really banged up. Yeah. And I think he was on tour. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman? Nah. Never mind. Nah. That's, <laughs> the, that's the actor that was in Batman. <laughs> Morgan Freeman is a... Uh, Jesus. Yeah, he's the other dude. He's an older guy. Keep talking. Keep talking. Um, I'm going to Google these black uh, comedians. Well, but, but, but black comedian hit by Walmart. That'll come up. It's the power of Google. It sure is, man. I bet you it's going to come up. Tracy Morgan. That's what it is. Not Morgan Freeman. Tracy <laughs> Morgan. Close. I was close. <laughs> I had, had it half right. right. <laughs> so so the thing is, so his, so he got banged up pretty bad. I think mm-hmm. he was like in a wheelchair for a little while. Yeah. He was really banged up. But think about it. Think about how much money he makes a year if he's touring or whatever he's doing at that yeah. time. Well, that's what you got to base that, it off of. Jesus. Versus if you would have been hit by a truck mm-hmm. and you were in a wheelchair and you missed maybe several months of work. Okay. You're still going to get paid. Yeah. But it ain't going to be the millions. Yeah. Right, because he can make several million in one year. Yeah, and for him, if he was on tour, and we can prove that he would have made ten million this. in these three, four tours, mm-hmm. and he missed him because of this accident. Oh, you about to get paid? Jesus, Ham Mercy, so I you, feel bad for Walmart, but I really don't. No, nah, it's a multi-billion dollar company. That was yeah. just a that was a that was a drop in the bucket for them. Jesus, man. That was nothing. Um, mercy. So yeah, did I did I answer your question? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's what it, it depends can, on. But you know. Backing up, though, I think you're asking about the process and the payment. Um, once the case settles, see, nothing gets paid. No one gets paid until that settlement has been signed and, and they so, yeah, the So, yeah, so you know they got some skin in the game. Well, you, no one gets paid, not even the attorney. No, so, I mean, that's how you know, like, um, uh, just based off all these classes and stuff I've been doing, you really want to hire people who don't get uh, rewarded until the same time right. that you do. You know what I'm saying? Whether that it's be great a website builder, that's what I exactly. That's what I tell a lot of my a lot of my a lot of my clients is that you know they start getting frustrated. I'm like, listen, I don't get paid until you get paid. Yeah. And get this, the more you get paid, the more I get paid. Yeah. Because I make a third. The fiduciary relationship. And so yeah. it's you know when they sometimes think that we don't fight enough or we don't you know we're doing enough. And yeah. It's just like, listen, I want to make money too. I'm yeah. Like, you know, but. Um, once you get the settlement check, anyways, uh, it's one big then lump sum. Happy boy. You take your third you t- or whatever the fee may be, um, and then you have to set aside by law since you've been retained uh, medicals. You have to set enough money to pay the medicals. And every yeah. state's different, but in North Carolina, you're allowed to pay a percentage of those medicals, and mm-hmm. then you can give the client the rest. Oh, okay. Um, but in, and I don't know what other states do, but some clients prefer to pay the, the provider, the medical providers, in full. 
And if you do that, well, then sometimes the client isn't going to get a lot, yeah. right? And so then they're upset because the attorney's getting like, you know, X mm-hmm. thousand, and then um, they're only getting like maybe a half of that, but they decide to pay everybody. Well, then you got a bad settlement. The attorney didn't do their job. What about this mental anguish thing? Because I can't remember where I heard this from. I was like, if you get in a car accident and you like poop on yourself or pee on yourself, you can claim mental distress. <laughs> Does that count? It's, it's hard on the, it's hard. I haven't had a case like that, so I, I'm not even going to speak to it. But all <laughs> I know is that it's, I've had clients try to say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just too difficult. Uh, you know, you have to prove. I've 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 tried really hard, and once we get into it, here's the thing: mm-hmm. you can do it. You have to prove, prove mental trauma. Yeah, which means you got to do is like psychologist, psychiatrist, that, yeah. somebody who's educated in this and diagnose you. Yeah, and maybe put you even on a treatment plan for someone to acknowledge it. Otherwise, everyone will come out saying, "Oh yeah, I, I farted on myself." Yeah, and I'm embarrassed. Because <laughs> the airbag hit me in the face. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, Americans sue for anything, man. So it's very difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a successful case like that because once you get into it, then the client, then that's how you know sometimes whether or not the client, how serious they really are. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't believe my clients, but sometimes early on, you know, at, right, right after the accident, a lot of these folks think they won the lottery. Really? They think <laughs> yeah. they, they think they just won the lottery, and it's yeah. like, no, it's not like that. We have to prove this stuff. I'm with you every at every step. Yeah. But I'm your attorney. I'm not your cheerleader. Yeah, you know, and that's that's one of my favorite things because they just they think they think just because they had a case or an accident, and they come to me that they're going to get you know this big buku case. money. And it's not buku money. It's not Powerball. So <laughs> you set aside a percentage of those of those bills, mm-hmm. and then you pay everybody. You pay the the provider. You pay the client. You pay yourself, and everybody's happy. So who are these people that you're dealing with as far as insurance agencies? I can't remember. There was one time I came home, and it was some insurance agency. They had it was like green letter. And I was like, I had never heard of this before. Where? Is this a scam? In my um, mail. No, no, no. I mean, at, at my house, because I've had nationwide my entire uh, life. Like, I mean, you see the commercials with State Farm and yeah. um, so the it's, General. It's all, it's all, it's all I've, I've dealt with all of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not here to slander any of them. Yeah. But some are better than others. Um, and I can speak to that here in a little bit once we get into it. Or are we getting in there now? No, not yet. Um, and uh, so a, a lot of the main ones that you see advertising everywhere mm-hmm. are, are the ones I deal with usually on a daily basis because more people have those. Yeah. Uh, but then there's some smaller ones, you know, your local ones that a lot of people don't deal with that really treat you right. Yeah. So my the guy who helped me buy my first house, my uh, I was about to say attorney, but agent, his wife sold uh, insurance, and um, they were actually gonna look into like cover my car and all that other stuff, but I just stuck with uh, who I had been with but yeah 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 like a so, lot of these yeah i would definitely go people. and we're about to jump into insurance actually so we'll talk more about that then oh yeah all right so switching gears to car insurance just because like i mean you kind of already talked about like personal injury and workers comp insurance that companies have but as far as car insurance because there are people out here who drive without car insurance they so, drive dirty yeah man like so i know there's each state has certain minimums and stuff like that but yep how would you say the minimums are as far as like Best case scenario. Is it like conservative, not conservative enough? Uh, I w- well, first of all, I think it's completely subjective. It, it really just depends on what you think your life is worth. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. And you compare that to, you balance that with how much you can afford. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody thinks their life is worth a lot. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. Why don't you pay up a good premium for it mm-hmm. via, through your insurance? A lot of people won't. Instead, they got a new iPhone. They got their nails done. They got new shoes. Mm-hmm. In North Carolina, the minimum limit is 30,000, 30, 30,000 per person or 60,000 per accident. So if there's 
one person in there, all they're going to pay is 30,000 max. If there are 10 people in there, all they're going to pay is 60,000 max, right? Mm-hmm. You got to divide that 60 by 10. Jesus. Right? That's the minimum limit in North Carolina. Um, but you should not only have the minimum in North Carolina, right? But that's the minimum required to drive a car on state roads or mm-hmm. public roads in North Carolina. Now, what I always tell folks is, hey, you can never control what insurance someone else has, right? Because yeah. you don't know who's going to hit you. Yeah. It's an accident. Yeah. Um, but you can control what you can purchase. Yeah. So slowly, I think I'm educating the community, and they're starting to slowly purchase mm-hmm. these higher insurance uh, ca- uh, policies, which is kind of good because eventually, hopefully, it'll circle back my way, mm-hmm. and I can I can actually capitalize bank, big bank, on, those, on those cases. Because once you hit that limit, there's nothing else you can do. Mm-hmm. You can go after Maybe some folks individually, but come on. If they purchase the thirty uh, a minimum limit policy, really they that. don't have any money. Yeah. They have no assets. You're wasting your time. Yeah, and you know that's it's it sucks, but that's you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so stop I w- texting and driving, people. I would suggest at the very minimum, it should be at the very minimum it should a be a hundred, yeah, a hundred, two hundred, so a hundred thousand per person, two hundred thousand per accident, mm-hmm. minimum. And that, there's like bodily harm, non bodily harm, yeah, all yeah, the other just, stuff. You start breaking it down, um, but in short, you definitely need at least, and that's for the liability portion, right? yeah. Um, and then so, uh, but you can purchase way more. I mean, people put several hundreds, thousands, if not million dollar policies. If can you, really you get want them. Jesus hammer? If you really want it, yeah. And you should consider it if you're a professional. Think about it. Because we're about to talk about that's that's a liability portion. So you may so not, like NASCAR. Let's let's back up. Liability is is if I if if it's your, if it's I hit fault. someone, yeah. it's my fault. Then the, then my insurance has to pay. Yeah. But if I only have thirty sixty, and you just had a catastrophic injury, we're going to burn right through that thirty. That's all they're going to pay you is thirty if it's just one person, mm-hmm. right? But then you have your own insurance that member I just told you to purchase. Yeah. You wouldn't be purchasing liability obviously because you're not at fault here. Yeah. You'd be purchasing purchasing what they call underinsured motorist insurance yeah buddy and that you should max the heck out mm-hmm. i mean if, as much as you can afford seriously as much as you afford because if you are let's say let's say you're a very successful doctor mm-hmm. and someone hits you and you broke your hand again all they're going to give you is thirty thousand. that's it from the at fault insurance company liability jesus the rest comes from your insurance underinsured mm-hmm. uim insurance and there you can put whatever you want and if i was a doctor making several million dollars a year or several hundred thousands or whatever, I would buy probably a, at least a million dollar policy on my um, on, on on UIM because that's going to cover the pain and suffering. So, well, say say your doctor bill is only a hundred thousand dollars. Do you still get that million dollars? So, I mean, so the way it works is. Yeah, yeah, that's a part. So medical bills are a part of the claim, mm-hmm. but a bunch of other things are, are a part of the claim. The real money is when you think in future. So uh, lost wages, obviously. So if yeah. you're a doctor making five hundred thousand a year, then you're going to make you, you break you can break that down by week, by day, by month. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if you're a doctor who makes five hundred thousand dollars a year and you can no longer you're a surgeon, you can no longer operate. Mm-hmm. Well, then you've done lost maybe five, ten years, or maybe even more if you can't operate of your working career as a doctor so yeah. um you would get a lot of money there and so boy. if it's a hundred thousand dollar hospital bill yeah i mean they're going to cover that but the majority of the, of the value of the claim is going to come from those wages and pain and suffering really you know it would be funny but if everybody just like up their insurance and then we just all got in the wrecks it will, bank, it will, bank, <laughs> it will bankrupt the insurance companies i mean that'd be the easiest way to play student loans since biden don't want to so man. so max out the uim and um um is if someone hits you and they're at fault but they don't have insurance mm-hmm. a lot of people again only have the minimum limits what is your value what is your life worth and the people that you normally you travel with is worth because yeah. 
you may have other other, other resources to cover some costs, but uh, it really is the insurance company that's going to cover the pain and suffering and um, even those lost wages. Because now I'm just thinking like, man, once I get married or if I get married, whatever, blah, 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 my wife is primarily going to be riding around with the kids. So why wouldn't you have extra coverage and stuff on them? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Um, so that's the, so max out as much as you can afford, UM, UIM. Um, another thing you can purchase that's just a, like icing on the cake that a lot of insurance companies hate. It's the MedPay. You told me about that one. The MedPay max that one out too. Some insurance companies hate it so much that they've capped it and they don't let you. They don't let you buy anything over five thousand. Mm-hmm. I know people who have a hundred thousand dollar MedPay policy. Jesus, tell us about MedPay because so MedPay is under is covered under your insurance, right? So mm-hmm. if someone hits you, and then um, you know you're not at fault, so their insurance is going to cover your bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you you can still file a MedPay claim under your insurance. Mm-hmm. So that's your insurance giving you money to cover these medical bills. Mm-hmm. You may be saying, "Well, why the heck is my insurance going to cover it if someone else is at fault?" Well, yeah. they are the other the other the at fault. They are going to pay for everything. But once the balance is cleared, guess what? You get to pocket that money. So it's good if if the other person hits you and they have coverage, you can pocket this money. Mm-hmm. And the idea is like, oh, that's crazy, that's bad. No, it's not. You've, you 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 purchase. You pay for it. Yeah. You, you you bought it. It's a contract. You yeah. purchase it, and 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 if you have an accident, there's medical bills. That's what they give you. And then some insurance carriers get really upset because they know you have med- if they find out you have MedPay, and then they're trying to give you a credit from their own liability yeah. Apple insurance po- policy to try to take off the offset it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it's like no. The at fault person who was negligent shouldn't shouldn't benefit from my good doing. They're trying doing. to double dip. That's right. They should. No one should benefit from my good doing with my insurance company, and that's going to be my money. And, and you pocket a lot of it, right? Um, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you actually legit use it to cover medical. Extra yeah. That, that that wasn't enough because someone had a thirty sixty. Um, another thing too is that these bills. They're going to keep coming in. You, no one's going to give you money to pay for them. Yeah. Especially if you're, if you're having a hard time because you're hurt and you can't work. Those bills are going to keep coming. Eventually, you don't pay them. They go to collections because you, you don't oh, get paid until buddy. the case settles. So the med pay can be used to help offset that and cover mm-hmm. that. And then you can, you know, wait and hopefully until the cases settle. Um, so there's different ways. But again, med pay, the med pay is, it's key. You should max it out mm-hmm. as much as you can, as much as you can afford because it can make a big difference. So basically what you're telling our listeners are, Pull out their insurance policies, check their numbers, UIM, what was that other one? UIM and UM. And check on MedPay and try and max that thing. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. Jesus that's, have mercy. That's, 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 that's definitely a big one. Um, in terms of some companies, I would say anything local. Anything local, local is good. Um, smaller, oh, is, local. There's some guy that's, um, they pink. It's like magenta. Jesus have mercy. Let me, let me Are Google. they new? Yeah, car insurance new. Let me see. I can't remember his name because they are advertising legit everywhere, dude. Like everywhere I see it on uh, yeah. like Instagram. Um, yeah, so any of those local smaller companies are going to be much better. I will stay away from the ones who um, who, who are very, very um, uh, popular and, mm-hmm. and give you some really, really good rates because – they're not going to treat you well um, if you're if you're at fault or um, you need to get something from them because there's an issue with the at fault insurance company. Man, it's like pulling teeth, and they're supposed to be your uh, insurance company, but they still don't they don't care. They'll screw you over in a heartbeat. Jesus, I mean, because sometimes I've heard stories of people having problems with like repairs and stuff like that too. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying so. 
Oh yeah, then that's the other thing is, is the property damage. So that's another thing. If someone hits you and there's an issue with their insurance, um, and maybe they don't have one, it's lapsed or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, or the car was stolen, um, and they hit you and they don't have any insurance, well, who's going to cover your car damage? The damages to your vehicle. Jesus. You're, you, you, you have to cover it. Then there's no one else to go after, really. Yeah, but yourself. And so you go after your own insurance, right? That's mm-hmm. when you would do the UM, or maybe if there isn't any UM. Or what uh, about gap insurance? Gap insurance <laughs> is part of the vehicle, yeah. So gap insurance um, with, with gap. Um, I think it's great if if you make a purchase and you don't put anything down, and mm-hmm. if the value of the loan is more than the value of the vehicle, then you must purchase gap. Yeah. Otherwise, when you get hit, and that vehicle is total, they're going to oh, give you the value buddy. of the vehicle, not the value of the loan. Jesus. So if the car's only worth twenty grand, but your loan for whatever reason 50. is is something crazy like that, mm-hmm. then the insurance is only going to cut you a check for that twenty grand, and it's not coming to you; it's going directly to the bank, the lender. And you still have to pay the remaining balance until <laughs> it's it's paid off in full. That's it. Gap is meant to cover that difference right there. Mm. Um, so purchase gap if you're going to, if your value of your loan is more than the value of your vehicle. Try always to it's better to make a purchase where the value of your vehicle is worth more than the loan. That way you have some equity. And then if there's a accident, it's a total loss. The uh, the check will pay off the entire balance, and you get a little bit back. Purchase a new vehicle. Jesus. Well, anything else you want to educate our listeners on, Eddie J? You I know, can't find this other insurance. Do your company. research. Um, if you if you think you need an attorney, reach out to one. Go. Um, it's it's free. A good attorney uh, that specializes in this area will not charge you for a consultation. Oh, so, what's oh? I got a question. So if say we call, what's one question? What's the first question we should kind of like a litmus test that we should ask our personal injury person? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um I would say I would ask them how many maybe how many trials they have have they done. Mm-hmm. Or, like do they normally oh like uh settle rate or something like that like Yeah, settle rate is good. But even even if you don't settle all your cases, if you fight and you lose on those, it still doesn't make you a bad attorney. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the facts are just not in your favor of the evidence. Yeah, I would just say, you know, the experience and how 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 familiar are they with the process mm-hmm. of of doing this? Mm-hmm. Because again, if it's a firm that has a lot of different specialties, or they don't know a lot of the the ins and outs, they're going to miss something. They're going to miss a deadline. Hmm. Um, a lot of folks don't have the experience to, to to litigate a case like this. Yeah. So I would ask them maybe you know how many cases have you litigated? Mm-hmm. You know, in this with these type of uh you know accidents hmm. um you know I, w- I would definitely start there and uh, and more importantly if you if you can't get an attorney on the phone mm-hmm. then then you shouldn't hire them it's yeah. that simple if you call and no one's obviously you know all every single person you call or attorney they're going to be available right away yeah but if if you call and and you you request to speak to an attorney or schedule a consultation with an attorney directly mm-hmm. and they don't do that i would run definitely the other way um, and, uh, yeah, I would look for someone else. Hmm. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thanks again for you guys tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at In The Trenches Podcast. As always, we really appreciate your thoughts and feedback about the show. You can leave us a voicemail at 704 561 
888-346-1428. We listen to all voicemails, and we might even include yours in the upcoming episode. Returning listeners, please tell a friend to tell a friend about us. And if you're on Apple Spotify, I mean, not Apple Spotify, but Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and leave us a five-star review. And if you're on Spotify, please be sure to follow us. And that is all. Eddie J and KA checking out, peeps. Thank you so much. Peace. Thank you.